There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Here's some Bill Cosby news update oh. about his time in jail. If you were wondering over the holiday weekend how he's doing, he's making yeah. the best of his time in jail. He's been holding lectures and inspiring the other inmates. Oh, yeah. He also, um, according to a spokesperson, has cut carbs, sugar, and coffee from his diet. Hmm. Um, he trades his bread, coffee, and junk food to the inmates for their healthier alternatives. Okay. Uh, he yes. also rides a stationary bike and does crunches. He's lost 33 pounds. Wow. Um, anyway, I wonder what his... What else are you going to do when you're victims, in prison? I guess. I mean, maybe he's learning to crochet. Yeah. You, what were you going to say? Martha wonder, Stewart style, style yeah. come out with the poncho. But, um, oh, yeah, I, I do wonder what his victims think about all this. You know what? Think I'm about having all of a this. great time and make living my best life. Yeah, inspiring other inmates. And, and look, I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because yeah. he probably is helping people in prison. Um, mm. But you also don't want to hear about it, you know? Yeah. So like, <laughs> I apologize. You just you kind of want him to suffer a little. <laughs> yeah. You wanted him to say, I'm miserable. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. <sighs> well, you know, people that have such arrogance to um, not think about others and assault them and also to never admit that they did something wrong will never admit it and they will go to their grave. He'll probably go to his grave probably saying he's having a great time. Right. Because that's how arrogant he is. Sorry. True just that. my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Joey Chestnut won the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest oh. for the 12th year. Big surprise. Uh, how many did he eat? Um. Okay. He didn't beat a new record. Okay. <laughs> okay. He won, uh, he downed 71 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh. That's three short of his own record of 74. Oh, now, I, that is so I, oh, great. So That's gross. awesome. Look at you, but it is gross. <laughs> and when you watch them do it, they dunk the bread in water. Yeah, so that and they then, can. Oh. And then just like one bite into the hot dog and swallow it. It's oh, just, my lanta. Uh, you just think about how it's released from the body. <laughs> do you? Which way? And well, where that not all goes. sideways. <laughs> <laughs> You think about how it's released from the body. Yeah, that is not fun. I'm trying to say that in the nicest way possible, I mean, what, Don. What would you do? Would you just get, I, if you were his wife, wouldn't you be like, you're getting a hotel room? Oh my gosh. Yeah, he'd have hot dog, yeah. water taste. 
Oh boy. Oh, all right. Anyway, let's, go. let's talk about something. But he did win a lot of money, I think, right? Or at least um, well, bragging gosh, rights. What is the amount that he gets? I mean, this is his job. Yeah, that's true. Gosh, it just it doesn't say. I guess oh, his wife gosh. is used to it, eh? Or yeah, you know, maybe she's trying too. Maybe she's eating, eating. The, the Italian sausages. You know, <laughs> I'm sure she Vienna is. sausages. I don't know. That'd be easier to eat, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, there was a picture out there that Snoop Dogg put on his Instagram. Somebody photoshopped Snoop Dogg and Kurt Cobain smoking pot together in 1992, which never happened in real life. But <gasps> Snoop put it on his Instagram because he believes that it might have happened. <laughs> <laughs> he can't remember. <laughs> he can't remember. Somebody had, they even fooled him. So he's left it up there because he just thought it was a real picture. He's like, yeah, I don't know. It looks like a fun time. So... <laughs> So funny. Oh, man. Then them hanging together. Wow. Yeah. Oh, hmm. boy. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. That's Spidey. Spidey getting it done again in the box office oh, over yeah. the weekend. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 806 on your Monday morning, July 8th. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. Jason Matheson is on vacation. He is in Hawaii doing the hookie lao right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, can you see him doing one of those fire dances? <gasps> with the feather, or not the feathers, with the leaves and the headdress. The grass skirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope he's doing that right now. <laughs> Even though it's like three in the morning over there right now. Wow, that means he's been up all night. (laughs) Probably. Oh, We'll hear about his adventures on Monday when he returns. Now, Spider-Man, what is it, Far From Home? Mm -hmm. What was it, like $185 million over the weekend? Yeah, they expected $125 million, and it made $185. Globally, $580 million. Wow. That's crazy. That's Oh my gosh, I just, that's outstanding. It is. And actually, it looks really, really good. I think that, um, yeah, well, especially after the Avengers movie. And this is like, you know, the next, you kind of have to at least know what happens in Avengers to move on to this one. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it looks dark and good. And I mean, he is the best Spider Man. I think so. We can debate that if you'd like, but you mm, think so too. So I do too. All yeah. good. Yep. Um, if you disagree, tweet us <laughs> at Don at Dark at Lex and the Cities. You know, we're all get, we also are getting a lot of tweets about Stranger Things season three. Are we? Okay. You um, know, Alexis, you have a little bit more time since I'm technically running the show to look at Twitter. So if I uh, get back to you, if I like your tweet at night, that's because I don't have time. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and we got a few people um, who said that KJ, she watched the entire third season and she loved it. Okay. So we don't, we don't want to make you mad. We're just, we just watched the first two or three episodes. Yeah. So, you know, and then uh, Laura says that things get more exciting and slimy by the end of episode three, which she is absolutely right. That's okay. why I'm excited to continue on. Jonathan is, uh, he's mad at us for watching Stranger Things and he hoped that it doesn't turn into a zombie show. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. Jonathan! Um, don't be mad. Don't be mad, okay? <laughs> Adam also says he thinks that the complacency by the teens in Stranger Things is because they think the threat is over and they're moving on. Okay. So, yeah. That okay, makes sense. That, okay, that makes sense. I just, it was so traumatic what happened to all of them. Right. And the last one, you think it would, 
that trauma, they'd learn those lessons. <laughs> right. Certain. And at least maybe be like, this, I'm finding that this is happening. Mm-hmm. We all went through this whole thing together, and they're, you know, It's probably, rodents. right. I, you know what? I, you saying that it had been a year changes my mind a little bit about that. Yeah, because a little bit of I thought for some reason it just happened and it was just the summer. Like maybe it was May and it was the end or he's back from camp and we're we're getting towards the end of summer. Yeah. Like three months, not a year. So, yeah, that makes sense. But another movie that was big and we saw lots and lots of promotion for it is Midsummer. Yeah. You saw that over the weekend. What say you, Dawn? Okay, so if you want to read my thoughts, I I what I did a tweet storm. Oh, you did (laughs) a review on Twitter. Nice. Uh, Yes, and that was you know, I'd never done that before. I didn't realize you could hit the plus and just add tweets. So I went backwards and I took I wrote it out and then I backwards tweeted it so it would be in order. You know what I'm saying? I got you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, um these are my thoughts. I give it and now that I'm stepping away from it and I am not sitting through the pain of a two and a, two hours and 20 minute movie that I felt like was too long, I like it a little more. Sometimes that happens when you think about it. Yeah. Oh, um, but it, yeah, in it the moment, more. you're like, oh, come on. All right. So I gave it a C plus. I, Initially. Uh, yes. I mean, I'm judging this based on movies that I've seen, not just this year, that great, but of all time. So yeah. I'm a little bit more critical. I also have my master's in screenwriting. So I want people to be efficient with their writing. And I just don't think the the director, uh, Ari Aster, who did Hereditary, I don't think this is his best. You know, we'll see what happens later um, with just other movies. Just too long to get to where we needed to get to, right? Yes. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, the concept was interesting. It was shocking. But how they got there was frustrating. So it looked it took a long time for them to move the plot forward is mm. what I'm saying. Like you just know it, nothing was really like, Oh my, like you would, you knew in advance what was going to happen. And it almost took too long to get to the bad parts. It's yeah. like somebody, I described like it motion. like somebody's at the edge of a football field and they have a cheese grater and they're like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to cheese grade your whole body. And then you have to sit there and watch them walk towards you. And you're like, oh, okay. By the time they get Heel there, you're like, tell. yeah, I saw that coming. Exactly. So, um, you know, I like weird stuff. It is super weird. Yeah. As far, I'm not going to spoil anything. You probably know from the trailer. This is about like a hippie commune type of a place. So it's about five college students. Um, they go to Sweden with one of their fellow classmates where he grew up in this hippie commune. It's mm. about their pagan rituals for midsummer and what ensues when they're there. Mm. I mean, does anything seem appealing about that? Is it maybe it's a weird world you want that, to learn more about? Or I, It's a really weird world that we haven't really tapped into as far as horror is concerned. So I give them, you know, a... A thumbs yeah, up for, for that. that. Yeah. yeah. A scary cult type of a world. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the isolation. Of course, that's something that happens a lot in horror movies. You know, you're isolated. You can't get away unless somebody helps you go get out. Yeah. Um, the the terror and the fear of um, a, a group mind, I think, as far as socially, if I think about it, you know, this is like group thinking. And right now, are we sort of there in other ways in our country you oh, know, can think of it that way yeah. like our fear of people getting in a frenzy and all feeling the same emotion together that's terrifying so that mm-hmm. they work that into it um some positive th- well, one more negative thing it's really the i feel like the director is in love with the actress the lead actress you know what i'm saying when oh. i say that 
so close ups on her face. Oh my right from the beginning. It's like so stretched out these long scenes of her emotional pain where it's like, All right, we see her cry for five minutes. We get it. She's sad. You know? Yes. (laughs) Long drawn out. And it's really they care more about at times, I feel like the sound design and artistically the way shots look and, you know, it's just like, why are you focusing just on her face? That doesn't add to the story at all. Yeah. It actually makes me not like her, which is another thing I brought up that if you you almost feel like, OK, we understand that this tragic thing happened to you, but let's get over it. You know, so you don't if when you don't mm. like your protagonist very much, your two main protagonists, they don't have a lot of great in my opinion, they didn't have great qualities. I don't really care about what happens to them. I hate to say that, but truly, you don't have anybody that you're like rooting for that you feel like is realistic. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, Ugh. I don't like this girl. <laughs> How long is this movie? Two hours and 20 minutes. They could have shaved <gasps> off 30 minutes at least. Like, oh. honestly, it took too long to get where they needed to go. Um, and for shock value and weird, creepy things that happen, I say, yeah. Good. I don't know if I really learned anything by the end of it. Honestly, I didn't walk away going, wow. I And I'm not saying every movie has to be that way. There has to be some deep meaning or message. Yeah. But I think that is is the job of a storyteller to, you know, have a point to telling a story. And I just don't feel like there was one other than what am I going to do to shock an audience again? Yeah. You know, honestly. and they're doing that with nudity in this too, right? Oh yeah. So the, here's a positive thing. Okay. There are some nude scenes. There's full frontal nudity for guy. Oh, a, a guy. he's running around outside trying to escape something and he is fully swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Ferris wheel like, or pendulum. <laughs> 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 I need this full visual here, Don. <laughs> it's just a pendulum. But, you, know, you might feel a little self-conscious if you're a dude going to that, you know, like, wow, that's something. Wow. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like, as women, it's not like we want to see that. It's not, we're not, but it's like, we see, I've seen so much nudity for women. Oh, in yeah. Movies. Everything. I mean, you never, I mean, every once in a while you see and you're like, yes, male nudity, you know, because <laughs> right? we just want equality. Like all these actresses have to get nude all the time. Like yeah. Game of Thrones alone. I mean, Westworld, actually Westworld does have full frontal for men too. Yeah, that's true. But, you yep. know, come on. So anyway, we got that. So and, we get that. Okay. And. There are, there's nudity in a group setting, let's say, of a lot of women. Okay. And it's normal bodies. Oh, Oh my gosh. How refreshing to be like. That's um, me. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like older females as well, where you're Mm -hmm. like, that's a real body. Yeah. You know, that's my, I look at me. There I am third to the left. (laughs) And, you know, it's not just like, because you see a lot in Hollywood no matter who they are or what character they are, it's all like the most perfect. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, Playboy model. Yep. Instagram model bodies. And that is frustrating to see. Yeah. So, uh, hey, 
Yeah. Thumbs up for that. Good job with that casting. That was really great. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And it's making me say- think about what are these pagan sexual things going oh, on? Yeah, I mean, you guys, I'm not saying don't see this movie. I think you should go see it in the theater. In the theater, But yeah. be prepared to be frustrated with the pacing and the progression of the story. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like warning. weird stuff, if you get really mad, I mean, at least go to hate watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to see with an audience. I'll say that. Um, because of the reactions of some, uh, certain things that happen, you it's I love hearing an audience be like, oh, like out verbally, like, oh, don't go, go in there, oh, groaning and stuff. I just that cracks me up, oh, you know, so that's the fun of watching you right together. But there's a big difference between I think Hereditary is a far better movie. Oh, so. good. OK. And I, I yeah. watched that and I liked that one a lot, too. So, OK, so that if you're just joining us, that's Midsummer. Right now in the theaters. Uh, one thing that's really cool that's happening all month at my talk is our tank a day giveaway. Yes. And so if you haven't already, Download the MyTalk app, mm-hmm. register. It's very easy. It takes less than a minute. And then enter to win a tank a day. You can learn more, MyTalk1071.com, keyword tank. And we already have had a few winners. Yeah. So over this weekend, who can we congratulate? Well, on the third, Hannah Calder of Otsego won. Yay. On the fourth, we have Beth Duffel of Egan. <laughs> we have Gina Satori of Spring Park on the fifth. Fantastic. You can win $100 to fill your boat, your tank, boat, your boat, your car. If you have a tank, (laughs) please. I need to see a picture of this. Who has a tank? Right. Yeah. I don't know if a hundred dollars will fill it, but an RV, your lawnmower—that's multiple fill-ups there. If you're doing your lawnmower Mm -hmm. and your car, so uh, good luck. Enter to win, and you can do it all month in July. We have a winner every weekday when we come back we have the dirt alert with elizabeth reese this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back he's in alexis in the morning my talk 1071 i'm alexis dawn elizabeth reese is here with the dirt alert good morning good morning back from a little vacay time yes oh back to reality and actually jason is still on vacation he'll be gone this week he's in hawaii he's handling this very well oh yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> good planning he yes. is it's smart now elizabeth before we get into your bucket of dirt Next up, we have Dreamweaver. Of course, Don is a dream expert. So if you have a dream, maybe from this morning, you woke up going, that was weird. Or in the last 48 hours, maybe a reoccurring dream. Give Don a call right now, 651-641-1071. We'll Dreamweave after Dirt Alert. 651-641-1071. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you so much. (laughs) The the death of Gloria Vanderbilt and how much money she was going to be leaving to her son, Anderson Cooper. Yes. So there were suggestions that he could inherit up to $200 million. So he would be the sole heir because uh, Gloria Vanderbilt had three sons, one who died by suicide, one who is estranged from her, Mm. and then Anderson. And uh, so... It and was, he wasn't expecting any money. He said that before. Anderson said he wasn't expecting any money, and it was kind of a, what's going to happen here? Vanderbilt's will states that her eldest son, Leopold Stan Stokowski, who is the estranged son, will get her Midtown co-op at 30 Beekman Place. 
Okay. That's worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, but all the rest of her estate goes to Anderson Cooper. It was not initially clear how much Cooper would receive, but it was assumed to be really a sizable amount. Now, though, there are probate documents that have been filed after her death in June that reveal that he will receive less than $1.5 million. That was the total oh. value of her estate at the time of her death. That's a little surprising, isn't it? It is really surprising. And that, well, and I guess with her real estate too, maybe that doesn't include that. That's just her cash that was available, right? Well, that's the total estate. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's the whole I thing. I mean, that's the rest of the estate. So it's the it, the apartment is going to the other son. I so see. So the question is, where did all this money go? Because she was born into one of America's wealthiest families. She had a two point five million dollar trust fund. That's equivalent to thirty five million dollars today. Whoa! But then she also made a ton of money on her own. You know, she worked right. as a model and actress, Those a writer. Jeans. The jeans, the um, denim empire was reportedly worth $100 million, but the business faded and apparently she continued to spend money on, she she was very generous, gave a lot of money away, and then also spent money on what she wanted to. Yeah, she sued her it up. lawyer and psychiatrist in 1993 for stealing millions of dollars and selling off her business interests without her permissions. Oh. And then she had to sell two of her homes in the 90s to pay back taxes that she owed to the IRS. And uh, her eldest son then ended up inheriting her biggest asset, which was her apartment. And there does not appear to be much else left. Now, it's not like mm. Anderson Cooper needs the money, right? Well, I mean, right, yeah. It's not. I the, think he'll be okay. He'll be okay. <laughs> but interesting, um, because he said in 2014 that he didn't expect to get anything, and he had never expected to get anything from her. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good mentality that, you know, mom, mom and, mom is rich, but I got to make my own way. I think if everybody had that mentality that they didn't expect to get anything from their parents, that there would be a lot less family fighting when people pass away. Yeah, that is so true. Right? Yeah. It gets intense. I love what you tell little Bernie and yeah. uh, Frankie that... <laughs> then when they're like, that's mine. And I'm like, none no, of no. it is yours. No, no. it's mine. <laughs> and I'm letting you use it. <laughs> I let you play with that toy, okay, kid? <laughs> I love that, Elizabeth. It's true. <laughs> because, you know, this you have to work for things. Yes. We, did, we actually did something really fun, Lex. So Franklin's birthday is July 4th. Oh, when I was a kid, right. it was a big deal. My parents always had us, you know, we would get an allowance and do chores and earn money and whatever. And we would always have to spend our own money on presents for our siblings. So Aww. like for Christmas and birthdays, we went to get them gifts. And my mom said that that was the best thing because it taught us about spending our money on other people and what a joy that was because we would actually be more excited to see our siblings open our presents that we got for them yeah, than we were to even gift. get ours. So my husband took Bernie to go and get Franklin a gift and she opened up her money box and like had money. and went. Oh. And they, I think he subsidized it a little bit because they came home with a pretty big dinosaur gift set. <laughs> I really think bernie had all the money for this but oh that's so cute we did that too as siblings and it just you're right it just makes it really special it totally does oh that's so sweet teaching her a little lesson mm -hmm. um, ariana grande cute. explaining her most uh, recent performance breakdowns that she has been crying a lot during her performances yeah and she says Sometimes I cry a lot. I feel everything very intensely and have committed to doing this tour during a time in my life when I'm still processing a lot. So, uh, you know, and I think 
it's obviously, I am sure she is suffering from some sort of PTSD every time she gets on stage after that shooting oh, in after, Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much. You're right, with the shooting and then personally, too, with her public breakups, the death of her ex-boyfriend, even though he was an ex, they were still close. friends and close. And, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. She says, sometimes those, I cry a lot. And listen, girl, I can relate to that. Yeah, and that ponytail is really tight. Yes. I, I mean, wow. <laughs> and so that, that, that hair piece must be, She's a small head. Yes, I so true. Oh. about all this. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, we love you. Thanks, love you too. Twin Cities Live, 3 o'clock on Channel 5. And of course, she's got a great podcast, Best of the Nest. You can listen at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, Dawn's going to dream some weave some dreams with Dreamweaver next. Yeah, maybe you're dreaming about being home alone. You're tired of it. Maybe uh, you're lost in the fire. Right? Yeah. You've heard it all, Don. That's exactly right. I have. Don't be afraid to tell me what you dream about. Some people are like, I can't talk about that on the air. It's okay. It's all right. It doesn't mean when you have those dreams about having sex with your boss, it doesn't mean you actually want to have sex with your boss. Aha! Yes, we know the true mm-hmm. meaning. Yes, yes, we do. All right. Yeah, let's get right to it. Uh, yeah, Jason's off. We're going to dream anyway. Back in high school. Sorry. I was to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Good morning. What's your dream? Okay, so my dream was um, I was working downtown Minneapolis and I was trying to catch a bus. I was having a really hard time getting my feet to move. It felt like they were stuck in mud and I just couldn't get to the bus. Mm-hmm. But finally I get to the bus, I realize I've missed it, and so I'm waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. And then I realize I can fly. So I start flying around while I'm waiting for the bus, and I fly up to the top of this building, and there's a bunch of homeless people up there. Mm. And I fly back down, and the homeless people on the ground hand me some plastic bags of food, and they ask me to fly back up there and give them to the homeless people at the top of this building. So I do that, and I'm feeling really good, and I'm still amazed that I can fly. And I get back down to the ground, and I see all these people that I used to know from my former life in college. Mm. And then I realize there's a bus. So I get on the bus, and I realize this bus isn't going to my station, but it's getting me close enough to home that when I get there, I could probably just fly home. <laughs> As I'm on the bus, a former friend of mine from college calls me, who I hadn't talked to in years, and we kind of you know, aren't friends anymore. And she starts speaking to me in Norwegian. Oh, and boy. I know it's her. Um, I know it's her, and she's apologizing for being a lousy friend and how much she misses our friendship, and I was crying. I'm like, oh, me too. And then I woke up. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, where do you begin, Don oh. Dreamweaver? Okay, this is a great dream. Um, wow. Flying symbolizes the freedom to move in your inner, inner levels of mind. Okay, okay, so this is your ability to move about your daily life. You're really embracing the freedom that you have mentally to move from one frame of mind to another very easily. You're exploring um, limitless possibilities. Whatever happened, I love the, the the day before you had this dream. It must have been a really positive day for you because you really feel <laughs> limitless in your thinking. It also involves... Um, when you're when you're feeding people, food is knowledge. You are able to feed with knowledge that is valuable. Other parts of your brain that you don't really know yet. So you feel like you are feeling limitless and also nourishing a part of yourself that you haven't explored yet. Um, as far as your friend, you have to think about three qualities that that friend possesses. 
Okay, and um, that might be, um, they, they can be good and bad. You don't have to tell me right now, but that could be a clue as to why this person is crying and you're not connecting with them because they're speaking in another language as well, which means that it's a foreign part of yourself that you don't really recognize anymore. You used to know that part of yourself, but now you're having a hard time connecting to it and you have some sadness with letting that part of yourself go. We grow and change every day. We're a new person every day. So I think this has to do with maybe a little guilt of having success, Mm. I'm guessing, uh, with whatever you felt so limitless about. Okay? Huh. Yeah, that's the best I can do with all of that. That's a lot. (laughs) Wow, what a cool, colorful, (laughs) intense dream that was. That's great. Keep flying, okay? (laughs) Thank you, guys. Okay, bye. All right. Up next is Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. Tell Dawn your dream. What's up? Um, well, I lived with Chrissy Teigen mm-hmm. and John Legend, and <laughs> she and I were walking across the street, and I was holding her son's hand, and he fell and bonked his head, and I felt super guilty, mm-hmm. and she was like, he's okay, let's just keep going. So we went across the street to this house, and there was just tons of clothes everywhere, like you'd see, like, at the Gap or whatever, and my jeans disappeared, like the ones that I was wearing. Mm-hmm. And so then I, <laughs> I kept telling the ghosts in the house, show me where my jeans are. Mm-hmm. And they they wouldn't say anything, but the clothes, like the stacks of jeans would like do like the wave. Mm. You go up and down. Okay. And then it went on and on, but I, that's all I remember. Okay. Well, clothes <laughs> signify mm. how you express yourself. Chrissy Teigen is an imagined part of yourself, so you have to think about whatever you think of Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. If you really like them, great. If not, um, Mm -hmm. reflect on that, too. So this is an imagined part of yourself. Uh, The kid involved is a new idea that you have. You're also Mm -hmm. crossing a boundary across the street to another frame of mind, which is someone else's house, because a house is a frame of mind. Okay, so it has to do with a new idea. This kid injures himself. Uh, so you feel um, there are some issues with this new idea. Let's just say that, that you're not fully on board with. Um, so this self-expression in the clothes, you're feeling vulnerable. There's something that has to do with a vulnerability that has something to do with whatever you think about Chrissy Teigen. So whatever qualities you have, mm-hmm. think about Chrissy Teigen's qualities <laughs> and think about that those aspects within yourself and that you are feeling a little bit like you don't know how to express yourself in that manner and you feel vulnerable because you don't have the pants on. Okay, so you're trying to find what to wear, how to express yourself. Maybe, yeah. um, I hope that helps. <laughs> I mean, that's as far as it the... It does. I mean, well, I just started going back to school for a totally different field mm-hmm. than what I... In 1985, it was dance, and now it's applied mathematics. Oh, wow. What a different... That is crazy. So you don't really know how you fit in that world. You don't really know what kind of pants to wear. You don't know how to say, this is who I am. And it involves a new episode, a new idea. So you have to dig into your inner Chrissy Teigen to get there, I think. Because she's the one one that's leading you. So you need to maybe... She's sassy and funny, Yes, sassy, funny, confident. Yes. Put yeah. those pants on, yeah, okay? Super confident. Yep. <laughs> yes, she Thank is. You so much. No Ooh, problem, Tanya. Thanks. Thank you. All right. All right. Up next, we have Nancy. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning. What's Hi. your dream? Well, I was checking into a hotel in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. I thought the rate was three hundred dollars a night. And mm-hmm. she told me it was a thousand dollars a night. 
a night and I said I'm not paying a thousand dollars a night and she was just sitting there looking at me and and she said well I have this other hotel that you could drive to and stay at and it was kind of late and I didn't want to drive to it and I didn't know the neighborhood and I really don't know San Francisco that well mm-hmm. and then she's like well we'll give you a lamb throw and I'm like no I'm not paying a thousand dollars and I was just standing there, you know, with my luggage, kind of trying to figure out what to do. Okay. All right. So uh, a house is a frame of mind. I just said that. So a hotel room is a temporary frame of mind. You don't own it. It doesn't belong to you. So this is a frame of mind that you are trying to get on board with that you don't feel super comfortable with. Maybe there's something that's happening in your life where you feel like you have to accommodate other people or go along with something that you don't really value because this is another part of yourself that hotel clerk is you of course you've got a part of you that says this is the price of what it is to be in this frame of mind and you have another side of you that says i'm not paying that the price is too great okay so this has to do with value valuing yourself and your own frame of mind that right now feels temporary to you. You feel like I don't have to live in this space where I have to go through this thing I'm going through right now. And you've got one side that's like trying to trick you by going, look, we have these amenities though. I'll give you this comfort thing right now to have this temporary frame of mind. So there might be something you're going through that you could reflect on. Hopefully that relates to that. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And it's temporary. It's temporary and there is a lot of value in it. So yeah, Good. you just have to decide totally whether or not sense. you want to go there, okay? Great, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Bye. All right, thanks, okay. Nancy. Okay. okay, last but not least, we've got Lori. Good morning. Morning. What's Good. your dream? It was either last night or this morning and mm-hmm. stuff, and I, I'm waking up in bed hearing sounds and whatever, so I go downstairs, and it must have been somebody I had invited into my house, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't recall that part of the dream and stuff, but I go downstairs, and this person... Is holding a party and whatever without my knowledge mm-hmm. and you know and a lot of people and stuff and so then the only person I recognize is um, a former supervisor that in real life literally um, she retired last year and mm-hmm. then a couple weeks later passed away and stuff and so then you know I have her get all the guests out and you know nobody says anything to me as they're passing by and stuff and we go upstairs and by the kitchen table then I you know start you know telling her, you know, didn't appreciate her having the party and whatever. <laughs> and she's holding, you know, some kind of small, I don't know if it's a dog or some little furry, you know, pet of some sort. Mm-hmm. And in my explanation or something, I'm flailing arms or whatever and stuff. I must have kind of, you know, hit the, the animal. And then it seemed like it was hurt a little bit and stuff. But okay. then my attention kind of went, I felt bad for yelling and then, you know, whatever and stuff. And then that was it. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, this uh, that person that you invited into your home that you don't know very well, this is an unfamiliar part of yourself that you haven't really connected to. You don't really... You're moving from the top floor to the first floor, which your your top floor, that means that your tr- true self, you've probably been doing a lot of reflection and trying to connect with your subconscious mind because the first floor is your conscious life experiences. So you want to find a... You know your inner self is telling you that you want to move beyond that party, conscious life experiences where things aren't very deep right now. You don't really like that part about yourself. If you're not getting to the deeper meaning of things, that's the party we're dealing with here. It's also bringing up feelings of productivity because you're dreaming about a former supervisor. (laughs) 
Okay. So you're sort of realizing that you're spending maybe a lot of time doing things that don't mean anything. That's what I'm yeah. seeing here. And it also involves yeah. a habit that you have. You're looking, you're, you're urging, your soul is urging you towards leaving that behind, though, because this animal is injured. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, creatures are, are habits. Uh, animals are habits and dreams. So it's something that could be nurtured if you wanted to. But you're seeing it as something that's kind of on its last leg. <laughs> you have some guilt over that. But this is a transition that you're trying to move into a deeper part of your life where you're not just going about your life not making changes or seeing real progression. Mm. Perfect. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging in there for so long. I know you waited for 14 minutes. So. Yes. Thanks, thank you, Lori. Lori. Thank you, all of our dreamers. Bye. We do this every Monday at 830. So remember those dreams and call in next week. Yes. When we come back, we have a championship team that we need to celebrate. Oh, yeah. can't do those guys justice those soccer announcers oh. or football announcers at all i tried to what can you do right don i don't know hey hey oh my gosh <laughs> happy monday july 8th jason and alexis in the morning 8 51 we hope you're just kind of easing your way back into normal life you know we've had a few days off yeah. and just kind of save productivity for tomorrow yeah that's what tuesdays are for anyway so you know we're here we're getting it done Doing what we can. Yeah, we're Alexis, gonna do, what we're saying, yeah, we're going to do the bare minimum. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's in Hawaii in paradise right now for the week. He'll be back on Monday with some fun stories. We already know a few of the crazy, some of the stuff that's already happened. So <laughs> that is going to be fun as it always is when one yeah. of us comes back from a trip. We have some celebrating to do. Oh, and Don, before I forget, yes. we got a follow up tweet to one of your Durlert stories. Oh, right. About Joey Chestnut, the hot dog eater. Yeah. What did he eat? 71 of them? 71. In yeah. 10 minutes? Uh-huh. Uh, thank you, David, for tweeting us this, that uh, Joey admits that after a hot dog contest like that mm-hmm. and eating that many hot dogs, because we were wondering, like, what happens yeah. to your body? Does it... What? <laughs> whoa. He has meat sweats for about three days. Oh, sick. So that's... <laughs> So not what I want to know. I actually don't want to know that. But thank you. All right, David. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Yes. But hey, big weekend for the U.S. women's soccer team and just soccer at large. They won another World Cup. They beat the Netherlands two to zero, their second straight, because they also won in 2015. So they defended their um, championship and it's their fourth World Cup overall. Right. So get it. My gosh. Woohoo! Megan um, Rapino, she sunk a penalty shot or a penalty kick. And then eight minutes later, Rose Lavelle, she scored the second goal of the match. And very exciting. They're just such a great team. Yeah. And fun to watch. Yeah. Did you watch this weekend? I did watch. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, before the, before the match, there were also two men's games that were going on, not simultaneously, but within mm-hmm. the same day. Okay. And Megan Rapino, she did not like that at all. She wanted it to be a special day for them. Oh, I totally agree. Come on. Yeah, I can see that. Now, FIFA says, you know what? It's good because then you get the, the fans in one place and then they stay throughout the day. Okay. That's what they were kind of hoping for. And maybe that did happen. It's I saw a long day. That is a long day. <laughs> Ooh, I saw pictures from Brit's Pub. 
you know, their outdoor little field there that where they show that you can go and watch soccer there all the time. Yes. Or football. Love it that was jam packed. Oh, I love that place. Oh, so those, cool. that fish and chips. Yeah. Oh, so very good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was fun to see a lot of the fanfare and, of course, just them getting it done yet again. Love it. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll, you know, they'll reevaluate, you know, their pay. That um, was another thing that yep. they've brought up in the past that they're not getting equal pay. Right. We're not even close. (laughs) Not even close. Yes. And that is mm, not so great. But we'll see about that. And then also, President Trump, he said whether they lose or win or lose, they are going, he's going to invite them to the White House. Sure. A few of them said not doing that. So curious to see who's going to go and take up the the invite or not. So absolutely. We shall see about that. Also, last thing real quick, want to tell you about before we talk to Steve and Donna, um, the high V pinky swear triad kids triathlon is Saturday, August 3rd at Lake Nokomis. It's not time, not competitive. And it's for kids of all kids of all abilities, age six to 18 for the pinky swear foundation. It's a fundraiser. You can use my talk keyword pinky swear. Hello, Steve. Hey, did you guys check out the fourth? Happy fourth. Yeah. Yeah. We saw a few fireworks. We definitely heard them. Yeah. Oh, man. I, um, how about you? Coming up today at, uh, oh, goodness, 1045, we get tipsy just about every 1045. Yes. Uh, <laughs> each weekday. Yep. And I think I found the coolest fountain fireworks. So, like, it's a legal, it, it is a legal firework. Okay. That you can get in Minnesota. And oh. it is so cool. It's a fountain, which means it's on the ground right. and doesn't shoot into the sky. However, there were three different surprises that happened during the <gasps> display. I do a little driveway display, so I'll tell you uh, what it's called and why you should get it this week. That coming up today at 1045 and a bunch of other entertainment stuff. Oh, you probably oh, buy one man. and get four or five free. Oh. You ain't lying, girl. Oh, okay. Well, we will, we will see. Listen to Donna and Steve next. Uh, you guys have a fantastic day. We will be back tomorrow. Um, and if you're a kid being bullied, yeah, just be you. You be you. Unless right. you're a terrible person, then change. There you go. That's right, Don. We love you. Talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.